Welcome to Glass Onion Minute. I'm your host for this week, Park Parkinson. Joining me is my guest, Alice Lauren. Hi, Alice. Hi there. This is minute number 108, the 108th minute from 1 hour 47 minutes and 0 seconds to 1 hour 47 minutes and 59 seconds in. And this minute, we see through the onion. We go through the crystalline onion. Uh, Something that seems densely layered, mysterious, and inscrutable. But in fact, the center is in plain sight. And that is why this case has confounded me like no other. Why every complex layer peeled back has, has revealed another layer and another layer and, and come to naught. And that was the problem right there. You see, I expected complexity. I expected intelligence. I expected a puzzle, a game. But that's not what any of this is. That's kind of the centerpiece of the upstairs crystalline office. Uh, we see Helen uh, going through the office looking for the the envelope for the the the, the, the receipts, um, uh, the the napkin. While Blanc's narration kind of takes on a new meaning because now he's just not just talking to the guests, but he is kind of giving Helen a background narration. And then under the sign of the glass onion, the neon sign there, uh, we see a golden spiral. It hides not behind complexity, but behind mind-numbing obvious clarity. Truth is, it doesn't hide at all. It's something like uh, stained glass. And then... There's the there's a red square at the very center of it, and zooming in on that square is where we stop. So we don't have a lot of new plot points like before. It's more about seeing things from a a slightly different perspective because we had kind of Blanc's kind of drawn out narration before, and we were waiting for him to give the big reveal. But now instead we see that his drawn out narration is. Like it has been, it's now it's, it's been, um, it's been stretching time out for Helen to make the big reveal happen. What'd you think? Is there anything here that, that really grabbed you that, that drew your attention? Yeah. I love when Blanc is, you know, walking, like, I guess in front of, um, or behind all that, the glass and it's warping each person, I just thought was what a, what an incredible oh, yeah. choice to do that. That is fantastic. You know that reminded me of. Uh, I bet you have you seen the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah. There is a scene where Gene Wilder is. I think it's in the invention room. He's walking around the invention room, and he's walking like behind, um, like glass bauble things that do weird stuff to his face and you kind of see him through the lens of his his you know wacky inventiveness yeah kind of reminded me of that except that he's walking through miles bronze wacky billionaireness interesting yeah kind of like that is the the chocolate factory so to speak but also just kind of this idea of you know Everyone's a little bit warped, 
you know. Yeah, yeah. Like a, see a character go through like a like fun house mirrors. Well, and you see like it's <laughs> it's also a it's at first it has more of an effect, and then as he keeps walking through, the sculptures get they're either closer or they're farther away or they're more solid. So they just begin to be objects instead of uh, actually like doing anything. They just start to be in the way and then he walks through and then you're just done with them. And it really kind of, uh, <laughs> sorry, a brief cameo there from my youngest child. Um, uh, and then it kind of reveals how they're just, they're just BS. Like everything else that Miles has, they don't really mean anything or really do anything. And no. he didn't do anything to make them. He just bought some stuff. And they're goofy stuff. Like one of them looks like a gummy bear. No. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to look now and see what the... Cause I, that's the only one I remember. Yeah. But one of them yeah. looks like a gummy bear. Uh, they're just... Oh, yeah. Oh, my like, goodness. Like doofy... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have like the Mona Lisa, right? There's some parts, there's some pieces of artwork in there that are really interesting. Uh, I the glass onion at the center, this 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 crystalline thing in the center of his office is kind of interesting, and some of these pieces are kind of interesting, but they don't. The way they're, I can't even see the other pieces like what they are. I think one of them is like a vase. One of them one is of like them a. Look, one of them looks like a. Like a lifetime achievement award, or like an award. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so, like, I was like, "Oh, are these all awards?" No, you know, because then, yeah, there's no gummy bear award. But yeah, um, it, one looks like a giant contact lens. It's just like a sort of a disc. Yeah, which <laughs> kind of last one. yeah, the yeah. way that it reflects them. That um, you know, obviously, physically work, but also, I just honestly, I just see the metaphor, you know, as he's walking through of that people's motivations and. You know, people aren't who they seem to be. It's funny. Uh, he he talks about the the disruptors. His Miles's mm -hmm. people, and I I don't think Miles intends any of this because because I think you know um, he's got Miles pegged. He's he's just a, 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 a he's 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 I don't I don't want to say idiots mean, but he's an idiot. Uh, he's yeah. just a, a doofus, and uh, he doesn't really mean anything. He doesn't know any of the words he's using, the, but he does call them disruptors, and. In that sense, they do disrupt. They do kind of throw a wrench into things, and certainly Miles does that. He disrupts. He he throws wrenches into stuff. He he uh, he disrupts the sort of flow and order of things, and we get that. We get his sculptures don't really do anything else. They don't add up to anything. They don't mean anything together. But they do disrupt. It's the one thing they do. They do mess stuff up, and it's kind of all like a a meaningless, chaotic soup of stuff they don't really go together this is not a it's not a coherent collection of items it's just yeah. individual things that he thought that looks neat that looks neat that looks neat. like the model is just in the middle of room. the room too like they're not where you would put you know sculptures i know i was hearing um it reminded me of like a, a podcast that i i heard today where someone was talking about what is it called like a, it's kind of like like a half treadmill sort of thing where you like, like sometimes like when you're working you can kind of be on the treadmill while you're working but it's not like a real treadmill I forgot what it's called like a floor pad of some sort 
Um, oh, like one of like uh, it's like a like a walking desk where you have a walking desk kind of yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like there wasn't like a desk to it. There's no top. I mean, it's just kind of right there in the middle as you balance and you walk. I okay. guess I don't, I don't really get it, but but it was just you know, but it was the 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 host was saying, oh, it's right in the middle of the the floor, and one of the co-hosts was like, I you know when I came over, I thought he must be you know, reorganizing, because there's no way he just puts that in the middle of the floor, you know, just yeah. a random little, you know, half treadmill, you know, it's, no, that's strange, that like, you put that to the side, you put that sp- somewhere else specific, yeah. near near a desk. You Unless your goal people... is, I would like people to trip and fall. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like, gonna... yeah, why does he have a, you know... As if it was a museum, I'm just going to put my glass items in the middle. That's just asking for trouble, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Higgledy-piggledy about, or or things in the middle of the room in a really inconvenient way for anyone else who might be there, because Miles doesn't really care about anybody else. I I could really imagine him, honestly, like, putting a treadmill in the middle of the room and then covering it with leaves. Like, he doesn't, it's, it would be a cool installation. And or at there's least a lot like of... a museum, right? I mean, like a, a museum has things in the middle of the room, you know. Well, depends, depends. Sometimes, on the museum, yeah, it, but yeah, but yeah. yeah, certain spaces might, but then they're there because the point is walking through and admiring things. Mm-hmm. Which I think he is thinking of that too. If you learn to walk through and admire things, he's a couple of spaces clear. They do some dancing at one point, and he has that sort of um, sunken conversation pit thing which he also had at a factory which is really weird i guess he likes conversation pits i feel like he he was a kid when the brady bunch was on and that's just like the the epitome of architecture to him which be fair i also enjoy the brady bunch conversation pit uh it has it has a sort of a grecian symposiumness to it and then he's got you know this this collection of art some of those are I see some things in there that are familiar. Like besides the Mona Lisa, I am not a a two D art person. Like I, I, that's not my my bailiwick. But I can tell that he's got things in there that are that are famous paintings. That one, it's like half red and half black. Um, the Golden Spiral. I don't know if that is a famous one or that's based on a famous one. But uh, oh man, I can't remember his name. He's a French artist. He has those, those paintings that are like blocks of like red and white and and blue oh can think of like yellow. monet or something i don't know um, making up names <laughs> it's it's not um uh i'm gonna look it up um mondrian i'm probably butchering that. this that, that uh, uh pierre mondrian um and i think that's the basis for the i don't know if that if that golden spiral, you know, the golden ratio spiral, I don't know if that's one of his Right, I keep, I look at that, I looked at that, and I was like, Fibonacci, you know, that was... Yeah, that's, that's the, the, the Fibonacci thing was, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, if that's a thing that he did, or it just looks like a thing that he did, but that's the, yeah. that, there's a word for that, too. I'm gonna, I found his name, I can find this. Neoplasticism. <laughs> uh, it, okay, I see a... I see a neoplasticism spiral, so that could be him. Um, I'm gonna stop googling though while we're talking, but that so that might be him. Uh, definitely, he's got a bunch of different, but they don't go together. And then he slips in, you know, like this painting of himself uh, among this, you know, works that uh, are supposed to be 
you know, noted works of art. He tries to insert himself into there. And in general, his his collection doesn't, like, mesh. Like, this does not look, to me anyway, and again, not my area, but it does not look well curated. It looks like mm-hmm. a child just picked out, like, here's a bunch of stuff I like and smushed it together in one space without any real thought or appreciation for what these things mean and what they represent, which fits. I mean, that's that's Miles. That's in a nutshell. He doesn't really, you know, he just wants a space to inbreviate. Um <laughs> Miles in the glass onion factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then what is that like chandelier onion I mean, it looks like an onion too. Onion chandelier fixture. I don't even know what the red stuff is on there, but so that is so fascinating. That's a famous fork of art too. That's that looked really? familiar to me. Uh okay, I am gonna I am gonna look up um glass <laughs> onion chandelier. Because that looked fa- that looked that looked I can't find it now, but that that was a thing. Um that okay, here it is. This is uh Oh no. That was designed for the movie set. Um what? Oh, it says they were they were it's the fact that they were influenced by um by the color block paintings of um uh Piet Mondrian, but that's just a cool thing, I guess. That wow. that looks pretty good. That and that's a neat piece. Like there are several things there that are neat. And then they're, you know, they're mashed to them with other things that just look like like you said, it looked like an award. Like that sort of there's yeah. one that was kind of like a like just a big spiral. Well, it looks like a frozen wave. That's kind of neat looking. Um, there are other, there's a piece in there like by Matisse. There's, you know, there's obviously the Mona Lisa. These things don't go together. They're either mm. like famous or they just look impressive, but they don't. Yeah, trying to be impressive. Like, what's a famous person? Yeah, he just Googled and yeah, like, oh... Like he, Mona Lisa by Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Yeah. He wanted things that looked, yeah. He wanted just things that looked. He doesn't even know. Looked expensive, yeah. There's right. the, uh, there's the the paintings of, um, there's like, a set of three that are like Ronald McDonald, um, which is that's a reference to something else, but it's just a, it's just like, that sounds like, Silicon Valley disruptor sort of stuff. We want, we'll take like famous like. Someone will do joke versions or weird versions, weird riffs on famous works of art. But which is that's neat actually. But again, they don't they don't go together or really seem to say anything. They're just they're just there to make a statement of looking expensive and looking like it's making an impact. Uh, and then again, himself, you know, paintings of himself. Uh, images of himself and i keep thinking now too of that giant you know um adam's family thing uh hand statue that doesn't none of this adds up to anything it's just just stuff stuff that looks fancy and expensive and impressive crammed together that's all that's really our first half of the minute and then the second half is all on helen yeah we get uh we get more like zooming in on her we get some shots that almost remind me of i i'm, I'm really ignorance here but it remind me of tarantino that like and like the oh. camera zooms uh starts on a very you know um 
uh, moderately tight close-up and then zooms out and then she walks towards the camera and it slowly zooms in and zooms in. Um, and I've definitely seen that done in more than just Tarantino films. It kind of reminded me of some shots of the bride. The camera work here is, is interesting in general. I mean, even just the beginning, the spinning, you know, of seeing that, that onion, yeah. you know, it's so interesting too. What a choice. Yeah. I feel like she's, she's in miles bronze head. Uh, this is this is the center slash top of the glass onion complex. This is where he has his secret stuff. And just like, you know, my, the mind of Miles Braun, as we're learning from what Blanc is saying or where Blanc is putting it into words, finally, you know, he's an empty headed buffoon and she can see that she's walking through. You know, at, at best, things look expensive, but again, they don't mean anything. This is a terrible desk. This is a desk made up of like, like glass slats. <laughs> this looks awful. This looks like a terrible place to sit and work or sit and write or do anything. Uh, this whole thing is it's more stuff designed for show. It does look pretty, but designed for show. The one thing I really dig here, besides you know, a couple of the paintings are cool. Obviously, the Mona Lisa is a brilliant work of art, but um the one thing I do dig here is that that crystalline, I don't know, it's like a like a like a duodecahedron, uh, maybe uh, that shape in the in the center of the room that we go through at the beginning of this minute. And that is really cool. Oh, yeah. And then eventually she gets closer and closer and we zoom in on that spiral and on her eyes and we see that she's looking at the center at that red little square in the center and that's that's where we end our minute and i, I want to know i mean how they, they got all the actors together to get this picture together too you know i mean oh yeah i like the what, shot what of they them. have to set up to yeah, get the young, that the young yeah. Them. yeah 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 we, yeah we get the 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 image of everybody of the young young thems hanging out at the glass onion there's a polaroid so it looks like it's from like the, I don't know, like. I wonder if it was like 90s, the rap party, 80s. but they obviously added that in later. You know. Was like, yeah. Oh yeah, night after work, like it's like you know, night after work. All right, let's take a picture for the movie. You know. I don't, I like the uh, and we see that we see a bit of this in, um, in action. They didn't make they didn't film this scene because we see it in yeah, the, of the part of the movie. There's there's them doing this. I do like them wearing their, uh, their like late eighties, early nineties, uh, clothes. I like, uh, uh, Miles's, uh, hair looks like, um, such a twerp. <laughs> what, what made her notice that square though? And think, Oh, that's something. I think it's almost the only red in the room. Hmm. Okay. Um, the room is mostly white and the lights are white and blue. There's kind right. of a cream color to some of the white in the, in this spiral, but it's pretty, mm -hmm. it's pretty much, it's pretty much all blues and, mm -hmm. and white. And I think this is one of the few things that are red in the, and it's the center. So she's zooming in. I should say there are two bits of red in the room. There's that red square at the center of the spiral. And then there's her 
because she has yeah. the hot sauce on her mm-hmm. on her shirt still. Other than that, the room is like really dark. Right and why yeah, the green book. Yeah, yeah I, was, I feel like in the other minutes we had the like, okay, what color is this minute? You know, I mean, I guess fairly white, but I mean, it's been very dark as well. I don't know if there's necessarily a color of the minute as we've noticed these last couple of days. Yeah, I think the I mean, the first half has it's greenish because the room in the in the which I guess fits the the base of the onion. I guess that should mm-hmm. be the the top onion is green, but the mm. there's there's green at the at the party place where they all are. There's some mm. green and there's some red there. The conversation pit's very red, but mostly what Block is walking through is everyone's wearing green too. They're all dressed in green or greenish colors, um, and then the room is it's very bright in there, but there's nothing for the light to hit. Like yeah. all of the glass looks very well lit. But you can tell, like the floor must be black, so it's shiny, but there's, it's there's not that much light reflecting off of it, and then this is open to the outside, so the light that's in this room is just going yeah. out and not hitting anything. You know, it's like, it's like being in outer space. You're you might be, um, you might be like near the sun, but it's not going to be bright except for the light that's on you because there's nothing for the light to hit, so it's just blackness. Well, it took me a second to be like, yeah, it it took me a second to be like, why is her face half blue and green, you know? But I mean, that is very bright to have, like, it lit up her whole face, you know, that that glass onion sign, you know? Yeah. I was like, I couldn't couldn't understand, like, where, why suddenly they just chose to have blue and green light, and then it... Yeah, it's that neon sign, (laughs) and then I think, I think most of the Very bright to have lit up her entire, you know... I think most of the rest of the light in the room is supposed to be coming from the the crystal. I'm thinking of as a glass onion, but that like crystalline, um, you know, giant die structure in the uh, in the center of the room or near the center of the room. I think the lights coming a lot of lights coming through that. Other than that, it's kind of it. It looks very diffuse. There's definitely light coming from above that we just we don't see the source of. Um, and then, yeah, the floor is like a, like a black, um, reflective, but they don't, they don't zoom, they don't, uh, show enough of it that you can't see the lights in the floor very much. And there's not that much coming off of it. It's, it's really black. And then it's, it's open to, I mean, it's not open. It's, it's glass, it's a glass room, but it's like a round greenhouse on the top. So there's. And there's no light coming in from outside that can compete with the lights that are there inside. So it just makes it look very dark. And you can't see any stars through there. Even though we were in this room before, uh, when Blanc was up here with with Miles, and Miles was showing him like the car was there, even though he can't drive the car on the island. He had the car brought to the island anyway, because he's he's a He's a jerk and a doofus and a buffoon. And uh, and so we know you can see through there, but you can't see any stars because it's it's too dark outside and too bright inside to see anything. Is behind her, is that place, is a place full of shelves? I feel like it just reminds me of like a lot of cubbies, like daycare cubbies. You know, I just, I don't know, maybe I'm just seeing it. I think that's the reflection in the glass of the crystal structure in the center. 
Huh. Because it's it's all the, those are individual panels of glass. Because if you look when she walks, mm. they they move. So I think it's just really spare. Like this, like like behind that crystalline structure. What's next to the crystalline structure? There and they're not. Um, there are some that. like glass more more giant contacts. There's a couple of like there's like large dishes mm-hmm. of glass that are like upright. So again, look like, like giant contact lenses to me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, what seem to be like cubby holes, I think those are just the glass panels and you see the reflection in them. It almost reminds me of uh, pictures oh. I've seen of the of the London exposition in, in, in Victorian London. They had a giant mm-hmm. glass structure built for this big world exposition there. And it sort of reminds me of that. There are some glass sculptures also on the, on the desk and there, mm. you know, there are the chairs there made of glass and there's, or maybe they're acrylic, but they look like glass and there's like sort of a, a standard kind of old fashioned desk lamp, like the kind you would see on like a, I don't know, like a, like a noir detective's desk. Or, or an accountant. Um, but it's all glass. It's entirely made of glass, which is mm-hmm. stupid. Uh, <laughs> it, again, like everything else here, it looks like it was put together by someone who never took their ideas further or were more thoughtful with them than, oh, that would be neat. But And then that's like all. That's, I was going to ask, what, what silly thing should have been included in there as well like now i'm starting to think like a butter sculpture you know <laughs> an ice sculpture yeah i do like the like um uh, like at the wisconsin state fair or used to have this um like a cow with like a glass side it was like a plastic oh. side so you could see to the inside of the cow it was a living cow and it had mm-hmm. like a like a plexiglass really it wasn't actually glass but like a like a big plexiglass window in the cow so you could see into the cow and see like the oh. cow's workings yeah oh. it was kind of morbid uh and cow lived for a long time after that was done i'm not sure why that was done um please don't at me Peta. i was not a part of that but it's neat it's it was you know when, if you see it when you're a kid it looks cool um and, and kind of gross but you know you're a kid uh that would be cool as like a glass thing, only make it all out of glass. So it would be meaningless. Just build a glass. (laughs) It would be a glass sculpture with a glass panel in it. So it wouldn't mean anything and it wouldn't be like him made out of glass. Yeah. 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 A glass miles Braun. Um, yeah. Yeah. That would fit. That's, I feel like that's about, that's about it for our minute. So we're in the, we're in the house of glass. Uh, our, our question for Wednesday is, without spoilers, what would you expect or what would you like to see out of a new Benoit Blanc film? Because they're definitely making at least, I think there's a deal for two more of these. Wow. Oh my gosh. I know you might have to go first. I know it's such a big question. Like, like, like Dreamcast or what? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I've talked about this a, a couple of times. I, I, I will say... So Joseph Gordon-Levitt has been in a in a lot of his movies. I would expect to see him. Um, he's had a a bit roles. In, he had been a bit role in Knives Out. Um, I'd be like Paul Dano, Brian Cranston. Uh, a lot of them tackle wealth. I mean, I should say a lot of them. Both of the last two, uh, of of the only two, have 
have tackled wealth from different perspectives. You had like a, a self-made man and then a, uh, you know, who was, it was an artist who made his money and, and his family was, grew up rich, but they didn't come from like actually old money. And then you have this one, which has, um, you know, a, a, a tech mobile, um, mogul. And I do kind of wonder like what other, like actually old money would be something or uh, maybe the something else where the rich guy is is uh, connected to the crime in a new way. Maybe like with Miles, there really there really actually is someone who's afraid that he's being murdered and wants it stopped or wants it solved after he's murdered. That's definitely a thing that we've seen in in mysteries before, you know, the 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 future um the future victim calls the detective in because he knows he's going to be killed or he's already been poisoned and he knows he's going to die and he wants the detective to solve his murder like that could be kind of neat um i know johnson has also said that he wants to keep it american and the first two were definitely very this this happens in a greek island but it's a very american story i feel and all of the characters are very american yeah, I don't I was know. Is there... who's? I was gonna say like, like, I feel like the first one like Ana de Armas. I I mean I don't know. If, you know, I'm sure she was in things before that, but I think this launched her career more. For Glass Onion, I'm not exactly sure what. I feel like Janelle Monet has been doing fine, even in, in you know taking on the acting world. Yeah, Dave yeah, she's great. Has been this. doing some things as well, so I don't know. You know, I don't know how much this pushed like Madeline Klein forward. But, you know, I wonder, yeah, and the next one, is it going to be like a, I mean, again, they're doing well for themselves, but like a Jenna Ortega or a who are we introducing a little bit more? Oh, yeah. That could be, yeah. Have, bring someone yeah. else in new. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy seeing someone who's, cast. yeah. I enjoy seeing someone who's less, less known, you know, get a chance and step into the, the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do miss, you know, the original family a little bit. But, I mean, do you think they could have, from from the first movie, just kept on, you know, keep that same family? And I know we kind of talked about it a couple of days ago, but, you know, could there have been a path forward? It's just sort of an interesting choice to just have, you know, Blanc mosey around and, you know, meet different people. Yeah, I like the idea of, you know, each one is a separate adventure. If if we were going to bring anybody back, I it would be cool if he happened to be somewhere else. And then I think I was this before when we talked about this. Um, yeah. Was it the last one before? Last minute or the one before? I think it was a couple of days ago. Yeah, we, been, yeah we talked where about I, like Jamie Lee Curtis got, has got to come back, you know, something like yeah, that. It, yeah, just sort of like have, you know, have have him do one like on on a cruise or at a, at a fancy cocktail party and, um, and Jimmy Lee Curtis is there or Anna de Armas is there and as their character or as a different character, you know, uh, that could be kind of neat. I, I would dig seeing Anna de Armas is like, um, you know, he, he, she's there. And so he, uh, she's kind of like, does she is his sidekick there so far? Also, it's been very much, Blanc has not been the main character in them. I feel like Anna Armas was definitely the main character, the other one. And here, 
Janelle Monet really steps into that position by this point. I feel like she really becomes she's she's stepped into the main character role. I think he kind of begins it where he's the main character. But by the time we get to the island the second time where we know it's Helen and not Andy, Helen has become the protagonist and it's really her story and it's and it's about her and she's the one I care about. And partly that really works because I know that they're not going to kill Blanc. Like I, he's going to be okay, but I feel danger. Like I really, I feel concerned for, for Janelle Monet's character for Helen in a way that I, you know, she's not, she's placed two characters. They already killed one of them. I feel, I feel concerned for her in a way that I, I can't for Blanc. And that could work again. It could bring, bring her back or bring Anna de Armas back. I, mean, I feel the same thing. What I would be worried about would be if they brought Anna de Armas's character back and then like made her a villain. I would hate that. Cause I, I really liked her and I, I don't want her. And I think she's a good person. I want her to stay good. I don't want her to be like, she becomes corrupted by the money or whatever. And, and she's a, she becomes a killer. Um, so I, I wouldn't want that, but it would be cool if he's like on a cruise ship and she's there, you know, I, Blanc it, and Poirot team up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A time travel mystery. Um, or have someone else who's like a, like a Holmes or like a Poirot or something, and and they and they work together. Maybe, um, maybe like an, uh, Avenger, uh, an Avengers, but they're all investigators. Yeah. <laughs> that you know, that's <laughs> kind of detectives. it's sort of in like a weird way. That's kind of the uh, murder by death. Another, another I mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. That's another like sort of a joke. Um, you know, a a, a riff, a, a, a murder mystery comedy. Um, you have like there's like a Sam Spade character and there's a there's a really racist Charlie Chan character. There's uh it's it's yeah, it's, I think it's I wanna say it's like Peter Sellers too. It's it's very sad that that's that happened. Um but there's a bunch of different kinds of detectives and they're all invited to this mansion for one night and then there's a murder and they have to solve it. Um and uh, Truman Capote is there. Like actually Truman Capote, like um, real, he has, he has a part in it. Uh, but that would be, it would be kind of fun. There's like a bunch of detectives get together and, you know, Blanc beats them all. You can, we could have just some of the people who we talked with earlier, you know, bring in, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Natasha Leone. Um, who else was he, he talking with in the phone call in the beginning? I know part of me wants to be like our dream cast. Cause I mean, I'm kind of, you know, looking over the cast, I'm like, it's not people who are, you know, struggling, like, maybe need, like, a second chance in their acting careers, I don't know, I mean, I don't know, whatever you think of Kate Hudson or Edward Norton, but, um, yeah, you know what I mean, so I'm like, all right, who's next, you know, Nicole Kidman, or, you know, <laughs> yeah, bring someone back, revitalize someone's career, oh, it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, because he, oh. he's done, um, he's written some Sherlock Holmes now. Have, be on a plane and have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar be Roger, <laughs> be the be the pilot of <laughs> playing his character from Airplane, and then also have him, uh, you know, help solve the mystery and be also Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, yeah, I, I there's a lot you could do. You could there's like a million settings you could have it in. Um, I do like the idea of them all being kind of about different versions of. American wealth and also, yeah, different, different, amazing casts. I mean, this is a very different cast from Knives Out. 
-hmm. that's related to each other in a very different way. Mm -hmm. Um, But the interplay is great. The family dynamic isn't really there. Yeah, it's very different. This is this is like a found family. These are all like old, old college friends, sort of, Mm -hmm. uh, sort of group, you know. Um, or I guess just post-college, but, you know, very young professionals before they were established. And she kind of made them all. Uh, and now Miles has all of their, you know, their leashes. But, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of ways it can go. And there are a lot of movies that you could, or stories, classic stories you could riff on. You could do a Maltese Falcon, or you could do a... I can't remember the story, but there's a, there's a famous Poirot story where one of those ones where uh, the guy has like a premonition of his death. And so he calls Poirot and then he does die. And then Poirot solves his murder. Uh, this one had a lot. You know, there are a lot of um, references here to famous mysteries. Knives Out referenced um, Sleuth, I think, a lot. Uh, or just a couple of times. Um, so, yeah, unless you can go with it. I'm eager. I I want to. I want to see. I think the last I heard, they were they were. They announced it was happening, and they had a, kind of some plans for it, but everything was under wraps, and and then. The strikes have happened since then, also. So yeah, I'm sure that yeah. you know, that's going to affect things. Probably going to be a little while before we see the next one. But we still have this one to enjoy. We do. We we're do. Not, yeah, we, we do. have mystery stuff. Yeah. And we have two yeah. more minutes to talk about for our week. Is there anything else you want to say about Minute 108? No, I think I think we talked about this one enough, I think, and I think we're probably going to see some more, a little bit more of the same in the next one. So I'm excited to talk about that. I think so. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Alice. Alice, would you like to plug anything before we go? Any projects or social media? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, let's see. I mean, my... My Twitter, I'm always I'm not always gonna say Twitter. My Twitter X is is at Pod Socialite, um, so you can find kind of where I'm at, what I'm doing. Um, TikTok is Podcast Socialite, and my Facebook is Alice Lauren. So if anyone wants to message me and let me know where they heard me, sometimes I hear that, and then I'm like, people are fans of me. That's crazy, but it's super fun. So definitely. Um, whoever wants to message me and talk to me, I'd love to chat. Excellent. Hit, hit Alice up. Let her know that you heard. And find us on Twitter at Glass Onion Min, all one word. Please rate, review, subscribe to Glass Onion Minute on your podcatcher of choice. And goodbye for now, Alice. We'll see you tomorrow for our next minute, Minute 109. Wait.